Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeder Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I just called us the Badass Breastfeeder <laughs> <No>. Podcast. <laughs> We're the Badass Breastfeeder I, and Breastfeeding <laughs> Podcast, or whatever you want to call us. You can just say that podcast over there. We'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you know what you're listening to. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm Abby, the Badass to, Breastfeeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, which is already starting out fabulously. <laughs> Is brought to you by Davin and Adley. Nursing and pumping bras, Davin and Adley designs functional bralettes that fit your lifestyle and make you feel beautiful postpartum. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. We will hear more from our sponsors later, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check our sponsor page if you ever need anything. See if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address, and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And don't leave without checking our shop page and get yourself some goodies for the holidays. I'm wearing or my tell shirt someone right else now. To. Oh, are you? Yeah, I am. Cool. Um, I yeah. wear mine a lot. I do. Yeah, it's comfortable. It's really soft. It is. The material yeah. is really nice. On like, especially the the it's the what is it? The V neck something. Oh. Maybe it's not neck. V-neck. It's a crew. Cr- well, whatever. Yeah. It's a certain. It's like the next price up yeah, <laughs> from it the is. cheapest. It's nice. It's a really good, um, good. Yeah. material. And we are still hosting our ongoing giveaway. Every single person who sends us a screenshot of their review on iTunes or any other podcast app will be sent badass breastfeeding podcast stickers and badass breastfeeding empowerment cards. Thank you for nursing in public empowerment cards. You can email those screenshots and your address to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com and Diane will send that to you. I will. And I have an announcement to make about that real quick. Um, If you received yours with a 39 cent bill attached to it, I am terribly sorry. (laughs) Or if you did not receive it and you're like, where the hell is my thing? Diane emailed me back and said she sent it. Um, Turns out that you need extra postage, and I had no idea. Did you know that? I just thought I mean, like it wasn't heavy. Extra- so, and they're not. It's just stickers and a couple of and you know some cards. So, it's not heavy. So I just mailed them like in the in the big thing. And then when I was sending out all our other contests, like the t-shirts and stuff from the other contests that we did on your page, yeah, that, and I I also gave her a bunch of those envelopes to mail too. And she was like, oh, these can't go through our our scanner thing, so they need like. 39 cents extra stamp. And I was like, Oh my God, what's going to happen to the other ones? Are they going to get sent back? And she goes, they might, or they might show up. They might be requesting like 39 more cents. So I don't know (laughs) if something happens with them. It is because of my stupidity. Now I know what I'm doing and I have special stamps and everything. So I am ready to roll now. So well, this is Diane's. This is literally not a joke. We always joke about how this is our first day at the badass breastfeeding podcast (laughs) because we don't know what we're doing, but this is literally Diane's first time handling yeah. the shipping out of merchandise. So yes. it's understandable that you would need one time to figure it out. Yeah. So now I got it down. I have got it down now. So if, um, yeah, if something happens or if you didn't receive it, definitely send an email back to me and say, look, I didn't get it, you know, whatever. Um, and I'll, I'll be more than happy to send it out again the right way this time. So, <laughs> so I'm so sorry, everybody. We're like, We're sorry, hey, do we this do 39 cents. Uh, we're like do this contest and we'll totally fuck I know it up. here's but this contest send us money 
Send the U.S. post office money. That also so includes a donation bad. to the United States post office. Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, I swear I'm really good at lactation. I'm just not good at all the other life things. I swear. Yeah, nothing else in life. Yeah. But, um. Oh, Oh. okay. So now you have our review of the week, I think. Are we done oh, with that? Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. I know. I was Diane so does not fixated. have your review of the week. I was so fixated on feeling bad. That well, that's okay. So I'm going to explain something else while you do that. Oh, and then I do have one, by the way. So oh, you do. Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to go say yeah. we have been running a lot of giveaways over at the Badass Breastfeeder Instagram and Facebook. So you can check there and see, um, you know, there's like some old shirts, like old shirts that we're trying to get rid of um, that we're just like sending to people and lots of those. Thank you for nursing in public cards. You still have a million, I'm sure. Because oh, I yeah. sent you everything. I, yeah. I, I just put everything in a box and was like, Diane, you can have this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I do have them. They're downstairs. Okay, so we'll just be caught. We'll just be like giving stuff away and stuff. So follow over there too and check in and you can enter all the giveaways, whatever. We won't be like, you already entered the giveaway. Yeah. No, we don't fine. do that. You can enter all of them. And Diane has our review of the week. Yes. And this one I was kind of saving for... Um, for a time like this, um, it kind of goes into uh, today's stuff because this is a listener story. And um, I think it's kind of funny. And she says, I am dying laughing at work today. So I needed this. Um, I'm listening to episode 55. If you guys don't know what episode 55 is. I don't know what episode 55 I is. I wouldn't have either. But it's about gross stories. Remember when we did that episode oh, yeah. about gross stories? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was really. I laughed hilariously doing that doing that episode so if you guys have not listened to it you definitely have to go back and listen to it she goes can you do another i'll give you a story which is pretty typical i would think getting ready and it's suddenly too quiet i go to look for the 10 month old because now i can hear her lightly coughing so now i'm concerned and i pick her up thinking she is trying not to choke and i smell the worst smell ever like where the hell is this coming from oh good god there is cat poop all over your hands and you're gagging <laughs> on the taste and smell. She had uh, eaten fresh cat poop. Oh call my the peds God. who make me call poison control. Fun fact, as long uh, as they don't eat the litter, they'll be just fine. Baby never even had an upset stomach. Yay for the breast milk. Thank you for laughs as I roll with this pumping weaning feelings of endless parade of teeth. So that would definitely go into our gross stories. Oh my God. File for sure. Well, so what happens if they eat the litter? Probably poisonous. The litter's probably poisonous. Ugh. I would assume because that's what the poison control said. Just don't let her eat the litter. Like she let her eat the poop, but <laughs> you know, like poop, just not the litter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that was like totally oh my God, funny because, um, and then that probably is what t- prompted her to listen to that episode. Honestly, um, but I thought that was funny because now today we're talking about dealing with family and we're Abby and I right before this episode, we're talking about like, Hey, we should get more stories from people, yeah. you know, and, and do another, you know, another episode like that. So I thought that this would be a great segue into that. Yes, it is. Um, and so, yes, yeah, well, yeah, actually it was just 24 hours ago where um, Diane and I decided that the, what we were going to talk about was too boring and that we were going to talk about something more interesting. So I was like, hey, I'll put it on the internet and get some feedback. And uh, a lot of people commented and we're talking about obviously dealing with family over the holidays. So we just just had like an American, you know, Thanksgiving holiday. And mm-hmm. um, now we're coming wow. upon all of the winter holidays. And 
dealing with family is like, I don't even like, I don't even breastfeed anymore. And you know, I was at my in-laws and it's just like so much of a thing Mm -hmm. being with your family or your partner's family or whatever. And, um, yeah, we're just going to talk about it. People are sharing their stories on online and, and we're going to read them and then dish on people's families and our own families. We had for Thanksgiving and I have a blended family. So sometimes that extends our holidays a little bit. And, you know, we had Thanksgiving with my kids, um, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner with my kids on Thanksgiving and Tom's kids couldn't come on Thanksgiving. So we did brunch with them on Saturday morning, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, which is the same thing that we did last year. However, and you know this because I was texting you during it, brunch lasted until 8 p.m. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, families and holidays are just exhausting in a lot of ways. And when you have little kids and you're running from place to place, thank God. I, I remember because my kid, I had three kids in two years. We were going all over the place for holidays. And then once me and their father split up when they were like three, then it, you're adding a whole nother thing into the mix. But they're off their routine. They're off their schedule. You know, they're, they're not napping. They're, it's like you're going from house to house. They're excited. It was like, it was awful. And this is actually very timely. Um, I'm, you know, in a little chat group with some other lactation consultants. And one of them was saying, and I almost sent this to you because you're going to die. One <laughs> of them was saying that she did a consult with a, with a mom. She's a young mom. And on Thanksgiving, she kept the baby in a carrier. And that is a suggestion that a lot of people have. Keep the, And I used to tell people that too. Keep the baby in a carrier. Then nobody's going to take them. You know, like nobody's going to come up to you and assault your baby while they're in a carrier attached to your body. However, the grandmother of this baby went right up to the mom, took the baby out of the carrier, dipped the pacifier in gravy and gave it to the baby. Uh (laughs) 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 And it's like, why? Because people are insane. People are insane. (laughs) So it was like, Oh my God. I know. I know it. Yeah. I remember my mother giving um, my son, who at the time, he was born in July and it was Thanksgiving. She gave him like sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, you are dealing with so much crap. You're already dealing with the fact that you're completely off your normal like routine that you've got down with your with your baby. And now you've got to deal with other family members that are giving you shit about everything. Yeah. Totally. It, are they sleeping? How often are they eating? Why don't you give them some solid foods? What do you do with blah, blah? I mean, like, ugh. so we, we never did out. that. We didn't do that. When we my had. mom would be like, well, I didn't do that with you. I did that. It's like, like look right, how it whatever. turned out. But Come wait. On. So like if you're having so did the baby take the pacifier because it had gravy on it? Because I'm thinking that we just solved like a lot of latch problems. And you're <laughs> just, just like dip your boob in gravy your at all times. Gravy. God, unbelievable! Okay, I would have freaked so, out if my mother did that, especially as a I vegetarian. Know, I know, mm-hmm. I would have freaked out too. And and yeah. like, it's just people. It's like I. It's it's crazy the things that it seems like. Also, like older generational women are just like you know. It's always like the aunts and the grandmas. I mean, I want to say always, but like it just seems like they're the ones who are just like, oh, I'm just gonna take this baby and I'm just gonna do whatever I want with it. So disrespectful. Like it's I so know, it's disrespectful. Crazy. 
Yeah. All right. Well, how about we hear about uh, this is perfect for um, Georgia's uh, experience here. The time my hubby's aunt was holding our infant, baby started to cry. So the aunt turned around and walked away from me saying she could get her, she could get her to stop crying. I gave my husband the, you get her now, or I'm going to drop kick your aunt look. And he laughed (laughs) and immediately went and brought the baby back to me. Family can do and say whatever they want. So long as me and dad are on the same page, I'm good. Um, And that's a really good point. Like if you're, especially if you're like at your in-laws. Mm-hmm. And you have a partner who's not like creating that buffer. That's even harder. Oh my god! Yeah, I had a family that I worked with a little bit when I was working at the Pete's office, and this, you know, was a brand newborn baby. And um, she was like, you know, my mother in law is here visiting from, you know, from Florida. I'm in New York, so the mother in law was there visiting from Florida, so staying in their house. And she goes, and my husband is just a mama's boy and it's been a really difficult couple of weeks and I'm like I can't even imagine so everything that this mother tried to do with her new baby the mother-in-law would step in and her husband did not support her because he just was such a mama's boy that he was which is fine like I say mama's boy but that's how she described it um but you know he just it's went also, along with whatever his like, own mother said. Yeah. And, it's just yeah. the not wanting conflict. Right. Right. It's the, exactly. just like, I don't want any conflict. And my husband's like that too. I mean, he'll like, you know, I've had stuff with my in-laws and he's like stepped in, but like, if it's minor, you know, like he just doesn't say anything. Cause I think he's just like, Oh my God, I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, he's far more stressed out about it than I am. Yeah. He's just like, Oh my God, can we like, can we go? It's really stressful. Um, it is really and I, stressful. Yeah, it is. And you have somebody here saying, I'm so fortunate that my family also breastfed. So like people in the family think it's very normal. This person herself was breastfed until she was three and a half years old. Oh, that's awesome. Now, here's the thing is like, that's what we can have happen in our culture is where it's not weird. And that's what you all are doing. This is it. You're changing everything. You are changing it. We are, we are like, we are changing cultural norms. My kids, when they get older and somebody is breastfeeding, they're not going to be like, oh my God, that's so weird. Or when their partner's breastfeeding, they're not, they're going to just know that they breastfed for a long time, that they, that breastfeeding is a thing that happens. Yeah. And it's just so exciting. It is really cool. Even when you can change like one person's mindset about it. Yeah. It is like really well, and that's I mean, why, yeah, awesome. That's why yeah. it works when you just do it with your family. If everyone just mm-hmm. does it with their family, then we'll have a bunch of families that, you know, that it's normal for. Yeah. All right. Here's another. She's funny. Um, it's El El Elena's mommy. Um, ugh, I hate these questions. Like, please mind your own tits. My father-in-law often comments on everything that's not his business. So over the nine years I've been in the family, I have become very good at comebacks. For example, question, how long are you going to breastfeed for? Answer, I don't know. Ask the baby. Ah, good one. Question, why, why are you literally feed him all day? Does he ever get off your boob? Um, answer, weird. I haven't seen you without food in your mouth today either. <laughs> <laughs> Question, are you sure he even gets anything out of those? He's been eating all day. Answer, would you like to test it out? 
Oh my God. She's the best. I know. She is. Um, you could just combo feed and feed him formula so he'll sleep better at night. Answer, yeah, I probably could, but we're in the middle of a formula shortage and I make enough milk for my baby. So the formula that's on the shelves can go to a baby who actually needs it, which is very a really good, good point. point. Yeah, very good point. She's so quick she's with fun. her She's fun at there. parties. <laughs> yeah, but I almost think that like, it almost sounds like the father-in-law is one of those people who just wants to like rile somebody up. And yeah. now we found somebody that's given him a good pushback. So yeah. You know, yeah, you get and those. you do have those people that are just like mm-hmm. they just want to like say and comment on everything. Yeah, all right, just opinionated and yeah, yeah. Let's read one more before we take a break. Not one more yeah. for the day, but um, <laughs> you look tired. He's still waking up in the middle of the night to nurse. Why don't you give him baby formula to help him sleep all night? My reply is, I have enough bre- breast milk to feed him, so we have no need for formula. Besides, it's expensive, and he needs one. That is low iron, which is slim pickings at the store, or he'll be colicky and constipated like the regular one with the regular one. I'd rather lose sleep and keep him happy than have a colicky crying baby. Personally, I don't have an issue with formula. If you need it to support your journey, so be it. But I have an oversupply and with the formula shortage, I'd rather not buy formula if I don't need it. Leave it for the babies that do. Yes, I'm losing sleep, but at least I'm an adult and can power through. My baby is a baby and cannot power through colic or constipation (sighs) just for my convenience. We also bed share and avoiding formula helps dramatically reduce the risk of SIDS, which is true. Very true. Good for her. That's that is doing some good educating right there. Well, that's the other thing is you can take the opportunity to educate if you want, if you feel like it, if you got the spoons for it. I mean, Mm -hmm. some people just... I mean, I, I, at this point, I don't know. I don't always have the energy. I'm just like, I, I know. Fuck you. That's the yeah. answer. And we, exactly. <laughs> I was doing um, a breastfeeding class the other day. Um, I, I teach an online breastfeeding class for a local hospital. And it's kind of cool because they don't care if you're delivering there or not. And it's on Zoom. So one of our listeners had actually reached out to me about some, you know, breastfeeding education before she has her baby. So I put her in that class. So it was kind of cool because oh, cool. she was in class with me the other day. But um, somebody in the class actually asked about what do you say to somebody who says stuff to you about breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, you know, like it's a great time to educate. Um, I said right now, like everybody in this class is, you know, plan is having a baby in a few weeks. And you might feel differently right now with the answer I give you than at the time when it happens. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when it, when you have a baby and you're responding to your baby and somebody says to you, oh, how long are you going to breath? Like the answer is going to be very different because you are in that like defense mode, right? Right, Like you're just kind of like so defensive at that point because you're like, tell me again, what should I do with my baby? You know, like you just get really, really angry at these people. I'm like, you can kick them in the shins if that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But it's a really great time to educate or you know what? Just like turn around and walk away. Like sometimes that's all you can do. It's true. It's sometimes all you can do. Yeah. All right. And it's not your responsibility to do anything with these people. Right. You know, you don't have to do anything. You can like, you know, like you said, just walk away. Or just kind of like. But having having a few things up your sleeve, like this episode, um, you know, hearing people's comebacks and what they do to deal with it can help you like, you know. It's like, okay, if somebody says that to me, I'm going to be, I'm going to have this ready in in the chamber. You know, I'm going to have this ready and this ready. And so it can help you feel a little bit more just like ready, armed. Yeah, for sure. 
But we'll be right back. Let's tell you about our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Davin and Adley Nursing and Pumping Bras. Davin and Adley designs functional bralettes that fit your lifestyle. Davin and Adley are best known for the Amelia Pumping and Nursing Cami. This incredible bra, incredible, geez, bra functions as a pumping bra and is comfortable enough to wear all day. Simply lift to insert your flanges and pull down the top layer for compression against your flanges. It's nursing friendly with easy one-handed strap sliders. This is a complete game changer. It comes in tons of colors and both a crop cami and a full-length tank version, an absolute mommy must-have. The founder of this brand, Amanda, is a breastfeeding mom of three and a bra designer for over 15 years. She custom designs all her own products while nursing and pumping her own baby. Amanda product tests everything herself and offers style recommendations and complimentary bra sizing consults. Check out her collection of combo nursing and pumping bralettes at davinandadley.com. That's Davin, D-A-V-I-N, and Adley, A-D-L-E-Y.com, and use code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. If you've ever had to pump at work late at night or while you're away from your baby, you know how hard it is to juggle all the plastic and clunky coolers. Sarah's Chill's grab-and-go container makes everything so much easier. With just a handful of ice and a splash of water, you'll have safe storage for over 20 hours in this sleek two-chamber bottle. And did we mention it's designed for double pumping? I mean, it really is. I mean, like I looked on the website and like saw how it's set up for double pumping. And I was like, oh, my God, I never would have like been able to picture that in my mind. But like it's you can double pump in this one bottle. It's amazing. So cool. Um, And you can also it's travel friendly and you can also use it for like wine and coffee and snacks later on. No prep, no cords, no batteries, no headache. It's just that simple. Head over to Sarah's Chill. That's C-E-R-E-S chill c-h-i-l-l dot com and use code badass 15 for 15 percent off of your purchase but you can also use your hsa or fsa funds and all of our sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode at badass breastfeeding podcast or wherever you are listening from badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. And also at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll find all of our other episodes and you will find information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Where I will throw you into that breastfeeding class. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you should like... It's like super, it's like 10 bucks too. It's super cheap. Well, so everybody um, should take it. Yeah. You could just have a class of just listeners. (laughs) I know. If anybody wants cool. to get in on it, let me know and I'll hook you, totally hook you up. Just email me. But um, it's, uh, yeah, 10 bucks for a class by with me. So it's kind of cool. Not that I'm the be all and yeah. end all of breastfeeding classes, but you know, well, you, are. you know how it goes. We'd yeah. rather have you in the class with Diane than anywhere else because right. you, you've, you've heard about the information that's out there. But oh, let God. me read a few more so that we can get and through then, these. And then I had a couple too because I did post it on oh, my... Um, I posted oh, it on cool. my support group page. I didn't post it on my big page, ah, gotcha. but I did support it on my on my um, support group page, and I did get a couple of you know a couple of responses. And basically, the bottom line, which was really good, was like they were talking about you know keep the baby in a carrier, um, and both of them said, and this is 
what I did too. Both of them said, you know what? We just escaped when it was time to when it was time to breastfeed, just to get away from everybody, just to get away from the stimulation, just to get away from the family, just even for a couple of minutes to just get away and just be me and the baby and nurse. I'd be like, okay, I have to go breastfeed now and just yeah, yeah. you know. And that's yeah. what I did too. It wasn't like it was just a way for me to like escape out of that room for a few minutes where everybody was. And, you know, especially if you're if you're part of a family where like you have the only baby. And that's how it was in my ex-husband's family. Like I had the only baby. So everybody was very fixated on us, you know, like we were like the center of attention and my baby was the center of attention. So it's like, okay, we got to go nurse now. Can I go use somebody's room? And, you know, I would just like escape upstairs and have a few minutes to ourselves. And sometimes you just need to. It had nothing to do with like, oh, I don't want to breastfeed in front of you. It was more like, I just need to get away from you people. So, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. I think that's a great thing. It's like not to be shoved in the other room, but to just be like to voluntarily go there and just that's yeah. your excuse. Yeah. I have to breastfeed now so I can get away from all you people. <laughs> but let me read some of these because I haven't even gotten to Facebook yet. And oh that's God. where most of the comments are. I know. But we'll just read them because people want to hear them. I know. We have good so, people that respond to yes. us. Awesome. My typical response to co-sleeping is this. We spend our whole lives, most of us, looking for someone to share everything with, to sleep with, wake up with, and snuggle with. We sh- why should we force our little ones to sleep alone? wean as fast as possible and grow up before ready. We literally grow up and judge those who are old and alone, but young and alone is acceptable. It's kind of silly. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, And it makes sense. God forbid something makes sense in the baby world. Yeah, right, right. Unbelievable. Um, Okay, and here Sarah says, um, our baby has CMPA. Mm-hmm. And my family's best suggestion has been to stop breastfeeding, give him condensed milk instead. It's oh. just the breast. Yeah, it's just the breast milk he doesn't like. You can't really eat dessert. Can you just stop breastfeeding for a while? Just give him formula and on and on. My typical response <sighs> when people question my diet or choice to continue breastfeeding through food allergies is that I can be hungry, go without, and he can't. It's the best thing I can give him, and I can't eat cheese for a few months. It's a worthy sacrifice for nutritional value alone. Not to mention the bond I have with him solely because of breastfeeding. Um, So, yeah. I mean, like, you have your own thing, and whatever. We're just going to keep repeating ourselves. But let me move over here to Facebook. Um, Yes, it's a great opportunity to educate. You can also mention to people that... um, The World Health Organization and the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends breastfeeding for a minimum of two years. Um, Amanda says, my dad dad practically yelled at me about drinking while breastfeeding. I explained the math and he didn't believe me. So I sent the episode from your podcast later and drank my drink. I love it. (laughs) I know. And drank my drink calmly while he fumed. Uh, Don't think he ever actually listened to it, but that's his problem, not mine. Um, That's cool. Uh, yeah. Kayla says, I used to deal by taking my LO to the back of the room to breastfeed, like we were just talking about. Um, regarding bed sharing, Amanda says, the people who are parenting my child at 2 a.m. are the ones who are allowed to voice their opinions about how I parent my child at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that, I love that. It's I, like, you're not, you're not there in the middle of the night, so why do you care? Right. I used to tell people that too, because like I would say, 
when people would ask me about, you know, when they had their newborn and how often do you feed and blah, blah, blah. And I would tell people like, if you let your baby sleep long periods of time during the day, they're going to definitely make up for those feedings overnight. Like babies will just make up for it where they need to. Right. Yeah. Like We know that. And I said, if somebody says to you, don't wake a sleeping baby, they'll wake you when they want to. I go, have those people come back in the middle of the night then and take care of your baby when they're up. Because if you let your baby sleep for a four hour nap in the middle of the day because Aunt Sally said it was fine, then have Aunt Sally come back in the middle of the night right. when your baby's <laughs> exactly. <up>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um Tracy says, I got my I w- I was told that my two-year-old is going to have rotten teeth her whole life because she's still on the boob. Good now, one. Now, this is like a, something that you can like tell, just tell people like, you know, that is like such ancient information. Right. Like we know like, that that's What do you live in 1942? Yeah. Right. And a lot of these people, you know, did that are saying this. Although yeah. not all. Um, let's see. Rosie says, uh, by the time I had my second and third, they realized I wasn't going, I wasn't giving up and just offered a room for me to nurse in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Eileen says, ignore, ignore, ignore. Keep Mm -hmm. co-sleeping, nursing, and gentle parenting. The biggest critics are just jealous because they don't have strong instincts. I love Pretty that. Pretty cool. And they mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times, especially I mean, like, I think a lot of times parents or like grandparents, they'll see you doing something that is just like hard and kind of against the mainstream. And like there is some jealousy. There's some jealousy that they didn't do it. There's some or or maybe regret that they didn't do it or regret that they weren't parented that way. And it brings up like because people like I mean, and it's obvious that people are triggered by this sometimes, by how yeah, emotionally they are responding. You know, it's like, that's just not a normal response. Like you're clearly triggered by what I'm doing. I remember one time, and I'd actually forgotten about this until you were just talking about it just now. My mom, when I I had my first son and and I, you know, I've told everybody too, that like my mother was not like the hugest supporter of breastfeeding, told me I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it, which is why I decided to do it because that's the relationship we have. You tell me one thing Mm -hmm. and I'll just do the opposite. So, um, she, I remember her saying he was about six months, and I remember her saying, "Okay, it's been six months. That's enough now." Uh, I was like, <laughs> "So if even if I had planned to give up, it's or not give up, but even if it was my goal to say, okay, I got to six months, and now I'm good, and I get, you know, I reached my goal, and I don't want to, I don't want to breastfeed anymore, which would have been fine. It's still way more than you know a lot yeah. of babies get. Um, just because she had said that, I would have kept going. Yeah, but it was like I'm the same way." who are you to tell me when it's time to wean my kid? You know, like you're not living my life. Who is anybody? Yeah, I know. Right? Like, come on. It's nobody's business. And that just, I was just like, really just kind of like, what? And I think I, I'm sure I just ignored it, but I just remember very exactly her saying that. Oh, it's, okay. That's enough now. It's been six months. That's enough now. Oh, <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> All right, like whatever, but it's just one of those things too. It's like, did you regret that you didn't bond with us like that? Is that why? Like, I don't know, but and it's you know, it's it's sad because a lot of the people who didn't nurse their babies who are you know kind of like putting that off on you didn't have the right support, didn't have the education, didn't have the help, and it's sad. Really, it's just sad. 
Geraldine says, I think every single person I know has asked, when are you going to breastfeed till? My response is at this point, it's his decision, not mine. So whenever he decides. And I kind of like that to bring some snark into it. You know, just like if somebody asks you that, you look down at the baby and just be like, so when are you going to (laughs) wean? And be like, well, I don't know. I guess they're not in the mood to answer right now. They're not saying anything. Oh my and then Natasha says, I keep saying my granddad lived up to 100 years without giving unasked for opinions on anybody's lives. <laughs> so he made it. He managed to live 100 years without offering, you know, unsolicited advice. So you can do it, too. Yeah, y'all can do it. Let's practice together. Um, yeah. And I, and, and I so my. um my husband's father's side of the family are Jews from Poland. And they, um, he talks about, or he's dead now, but he would talk about how he remembers nursing. Aww. He can remember like nursing from his mom. And then he also remember, he also remembers trying to nurse and her like pushing him away. Oh my being god! Like, no. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but he he would like I you know he would sit with me and like talk with me about like nursing and like he was just like you know to him it was really normal. Um, and then his sister, I think it was his sister, maybe his maybe his sister in law. After he passed, it was actually his memorial. She was there, and I was tandem nursing. Like two, like you know, Jack was a toddler, and I think Exley was a toddler too. Matt, I don't know. But she turned around and she looked at me and she goes, now that is something I've never seen. <laughs> and I, and you know, she was just thought it was really interesting. And, you know, for people who breastfeeding was really normal for, what wasn't normal was the tandem nursing because of all this information about how dangerous it was to do well pregnant. So people were, right. you know, told to wean. Um, so, you know, she'd never seen that before. Um, but I don't know. It was kind of, it was kind of nice. And she was just like, thought it was like amazing. Well, it is. It is. And it's nice to get that kind of a response instead of, oh, my God, what are you doing? You know, kind of thing. And it's like, come on. People don't know about tandem nursing or don't understand tandem nursing because they're like, why would you do that? Why would you do what? That's so much work. Why would you do that? Why? Why don't you just wean one and nurse the other? I don't understand why anybody would breastfeed both kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, it's a lot. I mean, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, Here's a few more. Amy says, I don't. I said, how do you deal with family over the holidays? She says, I don't. (laughs) Um, There's a few people who say avoid. LG says, avoid. Stay at home with my kids and keep the celebrating to us. Um, And then another, Liberty says, cut out my side and eventually cut out my husband's side over toxicity, manipulation, and nonsense. Breastfeeding was one of a few huge points of contention, and I wasn't playing the polite game. Many, many other factors went into that decision, though. So that does happen, too. I mean, it depends on how, like, uh, you know, a comment here or there is one thing. But if people are actually being, like, or harassing you, like, that's something that happens, and that's not okay. And did you ever feel over the pandemic, like, when, like, the first holiday, we just, like, stayed here, we didn't travel or anything? Um I was like, this is nice. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> it's like, this is yeah. great. It is. I, used it to is this. Nice. I mean, I don't like all the dying people, but you know, that was terrible. Yeah, but, but it is nice to have an like, excuse to stay home. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can have some other kind of excuse, like yeah. just like, a, I mean, we probably will have weather things coming, but 
I always look for that excuse to stay home. I just I can't imagine. Like, could you imagine somebody going up, somebody who is formula feeding and just like berating them? Like, I, I just, I would never, like, I just, I don't know. I just could never look at what a parent is doing with their, with their baby and just berate their choices. Like, I just don't understand how anybody can do that. It's like, do you even have the concept that what you, kind of trauma you're causing when you do that to somebody? I know it's true. It's true because, and also like the baby, cause if you, if you're like me, you will like just turn like red and fume and the baby like knows, I mean, the baby doesn't know logically, but the baby can feel like your, you know, emotions. Right. They're, they're okay. aware that there's tension or whatever. And it's like, just why do you have to bring this to people's lives? And you're just like thinking, and what if it, I mean, all I keep thinking of is if somebody said to me, well, how could you be doing that? You're going to, you're going to, you know, you're ruining that kid. You're ruining that kid by, you're going to kill them by co-sleeping with them. And you're ruining them with that breastfeeding. They're just going to be these big babies. And if they even survive because you're cold, like, how do you not carry that with you? You know, like, how do you not like totally perseverate on that thought? Yep. 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 I just, yeah. oh, people are just toxic. It just, seriously. Me. Yeah. Lisa says, a couple more. Lisa says, told them, told them to read the research. It speaks for itself. That's a good mm-hmm. thing to say. Read the research. Yeah. It speaks for itself. And the last one, we're going to go out with a bang here with Stephanie. She <laughs> says, my mom told me you can't possibly, he can't possibly be getting anything out of you at this point. My son was a year and a half. So I squirted her with my boob. And she oh, shut up after that. My God. Stephanie, you win. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie wins the internet. Stephanie wins the internet. Absolutely. That's I know. amazing. Yeah. Feel free to squirt people with your breast milk because it's good for them. You can be like, oh, you oh, know, totally. This is yeah. good. Oh, my God. I love it. That's I know. Fantastic. I used to squirt my kids in the face with the breast milk. Did you ever do that? <laughs> I would just sit there and squirt again. them in the face with it. The- <laughs> Oh my god! And they would just laugh and laugh. Oh my god, it's awesome. So anyway, we've got some great listeners. I know. Thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing all of those, and um, we're going to be doing more of this, asking for input because it's really fun. So again, watch for the badass breastfeeder and Diane O. Cassidy. Yeah, yes, definitely. And it is really. um, I feel like it's really empowering to hear what other people are doing to kind of help you through these little situations. So um, that can make you feel a little bit more comfortable about standing up for yourself. Cause I am not one to be confrontational either, but um, sometimes you just need to know what to say. And this is, we do have an episode on comebacks. I will link it, but I think you had a request to do another one. Another one. Yeah. 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 So we have to like, now I have to remember what the comebacks were in that episode and come up with new ones. I know it's been a long time since we did that episode. Or, Or we should just ask the internet again. Yeah probably what we'll do yeah so watch for yeah. those at yeah. um, the badass breastfeeder and diane o'cassidy on instagram both of those thanks for listening because we hate facebook yeah <laughs> i can't believe but there was most of these comments were on facebook yeah no facebook the badass is breastfeeder good for that. facebook page is really big so like yeah it's like there's the breastfeeders mammoth. in there mixed in with all of the nonsense if you could just like we have to just dig them out sometimes yeah Thank you. Enjoy your holidays, everybody. Yes. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.